So the truth is that the two Isis which we're going to learn today to conclude the Maimer are more wrapping up the Maimer than introducing new ideas. We had some Gishmaka ideas that were presented over the course of this Maimer, but from here, from Aistas and Aisyud, we're more summing up that which was already said and uh, bringing it to practical application. Let's learn inside ice tests. According to everything we said earlier. We'll be able to understand also the relationship, the shaykhus, between the Shmeina Simei Chanukah, the eight days of Chanukah, and the eight days of Chag, the eight days of Sukkot. In the brackets, it says, Commission is like it was explained earlier at length in the previous Maimer, in the Maimer Tanur Abanon, Ner the first Maimer which the Rabbi said in Tavshalam Etchas. And we learned this Maimer together also a couple of years ago. It's also recorded, there's a podcast now with those classes. It's based on the Mamorim of the previous Rabbeim, going back to the Tzamach Tzedek, that the eight days of Chanukah are compared to the eight days of Sukkot. Because we all know that there's a machlekes between, there's an argument, Beishamai and Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel says on the first night of Hanukkah we light one candle, on the second night two, and so forth. Beishamai on the other hand says that on the first night of Hanukkah we light eight, eight candles, and on the second night seven, on the third night six, and so forth. <laughs> And in the Gemara, it gives a logic or a source for Beishamai and for Beisillel. The reason for Beisillel is because Mailin Bekaidash, you always increase in matters of holiness. And the reason for Beishamai is like the bulls which were brought as sacrifices on Sukkot. The bulls which were brought as sacrifices on Sukkot. The first day of Sukkot we brought the highest number of bulls. The second num- the day less. The third day even less. And the total of all seven days of Sukkot until the eighth day Shemini Atzeres, the total of all seven days of Sukkot was 70 bulls. And basically, Beishamai is teaching us that just like we decrease the number of bulls that we brought each day on Sukkot, so too we decrease the number of candles that we light each day on Hanukkah. What's the connection? So the Tzemach Tzedek says there is an intrinsic connection between Hanukkah and Sukkot, which is why, according to Beishamai, the 
candle lighting follows the <coughs> sacrifices on Sukkot. And even Beis Hillel would agree to Beis Shammai if not for the principle of increasing in holiness and not decreasing. What's the connection between Sukkot and Chanukah? So already in the last Maimer, Tanu Rabban on Chanukah, which the Rebbe said in the beginning of Chanukah, 5738. This idea is explained and it's repeated over here with slight variations, but the main point is the same over here in this Maimer, which we're going to learn. Ki kemoi shebechag hasukis, just like on sukis poyalim, we're able to affect sheyia halalu asavaya kol goyim shabechu kol umim ki gavar leinu chastai. Sukis in the chsedis about sukis, it explains that the yomtiv of sukis, the holiday of sukis, is there in order to cause. That hallelujah as Hashem call Goyim. That even the nations of the world should recognize Hashem and praise Hashem. And that's why we bring the 70 karbanis, the 70 bulls as sacrifices. Because 70 represents the nations of the world. And the objective of Sukkot is to refine the nations of the world so that they too should appreciate Hashem. In other words, Sukkot, like Chanukah, and that's what the point that we're making over here is, is not about our own inner refinement, but about the refinement of the world around us. And that's the point that it's making over here, that just like on Sukkot, we cause that there should be this hallelujah, Hashem kol goyim, that all the nations of the world should praise Hashem shabachu kol umim, which also can be translated the same, all the nations of the world should praise Hashem ki gavar aleinu chastai, because Hashem, Hashem's chesed, Hashem's kindness has won us over, that means Hashem's kindness protects us, and in the brackets, it explains the zasha gavar aleinu This that Hashem's chesed, Hashem's kindness, is something which is strong and helping us. And in the parentheses, it translates that giloy, a revelation of the level of tagbeiras chesed, a revelation of the level of powerful chesed. Not just regular chesed, but an overpowering chesed. Payal, this affects gam behagoyim vehaumim, also in the nations of the world, sheyehalalu v'yishabchu as havaya, that they should praise havaya. That they should praise Hashem. It's not just that the nations of the world are praising Hashem because of Hashem's greatness. The nations of the world are praising Hashem because of Hashem's kindness to us, Yidin. But the bottom line is that the Yamtiv of Hanukkah is a Yamtiv which is connected to the idea of bringing the nations of the world to praise Hashem. 
And the Maimer says, Al Derech Zehu Gam Bechanaka, the same is also true with regards to Chanaka. Early need a Maimer? that we affect also in the nations of the world the canal as we said earlier in safe Sif Aleph in the end of the first chapter of this mimer and also safe Sif Zayin in the end of the seventh chapter of this mimer the Indian with regard to the idea that we explained of Kalya Rigla Detarmaidai that we cause that there should cease the feet of the Tarmaidai. And we said that in the word Kalya there are two explanations. The first explanation is that we eliminate the Rigla de Tarmaidai. The second explanation is that we transform the feet of the Tarmaidai. Could you imagine? Imagine instead of bombing Gaza, We'd be able to, you know, there, there are peace now activists, this is what they want. Halavai, this is what we all want if we were able to do that. We don't want to bomb anybody. We don't want to kill anybody. Yeah. We want to transform them. We want to re-educate them. Imagine if that were possible. If we were able to get the Gazans to live in peace with us, to recognize the value of having the Yidin as a partner, etc. That would be all of our wish. That would be our deepest desire to be able to accomplish something like that. That's the second idea of Kalya. <coughs> that Kalya is from the language of Klois Hanefesh. That means we're not trying to eliminate anybody. We're trying to transform, to uplift, to elevate the Tarmaidoi so that the Ur of Chanukah, the light of Chanukah, the Ur, the Ner Chanukah, Payel, should affect Gam Bahamardim, even them, even the rebellers. Sheyu Bibchinas Kilyan Uklois Hanefesh, that they should be in a state of Kilyan, not. Um, Kalya from the language of eliminate, but Kalya from the language of yearning, of connecting, of Klois Hanefesh. That would be ideal. Vahagam, and even though, Shabbisukos, Hamshacha, the Gavar Leinu that on Sukkos, the drawing down of the Gavar Leinu that means. What occurs on Sukkot, Sukkot is the revelation of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. On Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we connect to Hashem and we accept Hashem as a king. And on Sukkot is the time when that is brought to revelation. And therefore the drawing down of the Gavar, the Tagbeiris HaChesed, the love that Hashem feels for the Yidin, the makifim, the level of makifim al the high makif. And makif, there are two levels of makif. There's a makif hakarev and a makif harachik. There's the surrounding level which is closer to us and the surrounding level which is far beyond us. And on sukkahs, with the schach of the sukkah, 
we draw down the high surrounding levels and we draw them down in a way of hibegili gomer, in a way of complete revelation, because that's what the yamtiv of Sukkis is. It's a yamtiv when we're connecting in with complete revelation to the makifim al to the makifim above. Masha'ein kein bechanaka, and this is as opposed to chanaka, that on chanaka you don't have such a revelation of these levels of makif. And this is something which can be recognized. That's why in Hanukkah, the Yidin required a battle in order to be able to win the Yivanim. On Sukkot, how did the Yidin win the Yivanim? How, how did the Yidin win? Through all of the Goyim, Hallelujah Hashem, through all of the Goyim praising Hashem. But on Hanukkah, it was necessary to have a battle. And having a battle is not something which we desire. We don't want war. The fact that we need war is indicative of the of the idea that that which needs to be revealed is not strong enough. Our objective is pada bishalim nafshi that we should be able to be redeemed through peace, not war. And when there is war, it's because the godliness is not shining strong enough, and therefore our enemies are fighting against us, and without battle, if we put down our guns, then we're going to be wiped out. The fact that on Hanukkah they needed war was because there were enemies that were fighting against them. So that means that it, do- it doesn't have that same gilu, that same revelation that you have on Hanukkah. But nevertheless, it's known, the hachra'a, the, the ruling, so to speak, of the Alter Rebbe. <coughs> the Alter Rebbe says, Shegmar ha-nitzachin ha-molchama that the ultimate victory of the war in the time of Hanukkah was in the time of what was on the day of Khaftalit Kislev, the 24th of Kislev. It says the Hachra'a, the ruling, because this is a subject which is debated. And the Alter Rebbe himself says that the Yidin won the war on Khaftalit Kislev and they rested on the 25th of Kislev, the day when we begin to celebrate Hanukkah, this Thursday night. We're going to light on the 25th of Kislev, the first candle. So we celebrate not the day when the Yidin won the war, we celebrate the day after. And this is in fact indicated in the name Hanukkah itself, that the name Hanukkah is made up of two words, Chanu, Chafhei. They rested on the 25th. They were victorious on the 24th, and they rested on the 25th. So the day of Hanukkah, the holiday of Hanukkah, the celebration of Hanukkah, is after the war is over. As opposed to the 25th of Kislev, which was already a day of rest, 
And in the brackets it says, this is the explanation of Hanukkah, according to um, certain sources, it brings down some sources in note 90, that they rested on the 25th day, on this day there was already rest. And then, on this 25th day, when they were no longer battling the Ivanim, they were able to go back into the base Hamikdash, and pinu they cleaned out the heichal, they, they fixed up the destruction that was wrought and the impurities which were um, impacted on the heichal, on the base Hamikdash, and v'hidliku neris b'chatzis kotshacha, and they lit candles <coughs> in the celebration of Hanukkah, and it's in commemoration of those candles which they lit that we light the menorah. And this brought to the high level, this is a quote from the prayer that we say on Chanukah, and in that prayer of Al Anisim we say that um, and then we conclude that this brings the, 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 the highlight is the climax is to give thanks and to praise to your great name and the Maim over here just alludes that this concept of to your great name this is a very high level as it says in the Maimarim um, connected to Pesach um, regarding Yitzias Mitzrayim, Inyan Shmei Hagadol, the idea of Shmei Hagadol with regard to Yitzias Mitzrayim, it says that Nigla Aleihem Melech Malchem Lachem Hagadish Baruch Ga'alam, that Hashem was revealed to the Yidin and he brought them out of Galus. There was the revelation of this level of Shmoy Agadal, of Hashem's great name, that brought about the Geula. So, this level of Shmoy Agadal is a very high level. And this is a level which was ultimately achieved on Chanukah as well. So, even though, yes, in the time of Chanukah, there was a battle which was necessary. And the time of Chanukah is a time which is re- related to Galus, to exile, to concealment. It doesn't have the same revelation that Sukkot has. But the celebration of Chanukah, which comes the day after, is a time when the Yidin already achieved a much greater state of revelation to the point that they re- that there was the revelation of Shmei Agadol of Hashem's great name. Good? Good. So now that we're saying that there's a relationship between Chana <coughs> and Sukkot, now we're going to say as well that just like on Sukkot, which with regard to Sukkot it says, that it's Zman Simchaseinu, we say in our davening, it's the time of our rejoicing, Lashon Rabbim in the plural. And in Chassidus it explains who is our, Hashem's and the Yidin's. Hashem is rejoicing and the Yidin are rejoicing. Hashem rejoices with us and we rejoice with Him. Hashem Bez HaSemachas, this connects to the two rejoicings. <coughs> Yismach Havaya B'masav 
Hashem rejoices with his creations, meaning with us, the Yismach Yisrael Ba'isav, and we, the Yidin, rejoice with our Creator, with Hashem. Im hayais shebishnehem and them are yismach. And the Mimer points out, even though in both of these statements it says yismach, which is in the future tense, they will rejoice. Lashen asid in the future, lefisha iker in yanam yel asid lave, because the true rejoicing that we're going to experience is going to be when Mashiach comes. Va'afal pike, nevertheless. Since Sukkot is called currently the time of our rejoicing, move on, it's understood. That these two rejoicings we have even now on Sukkot in a revealed way. That means that Sukkot were able to experience the rejoicing which will be properly only in the future when Mashiach comes, but on Sukkot we're already able to experience that level of rejoicing. Now the Mimer is going to connect that also to Hanukkah. <coughs> that the same is true with Hanukkah, that even though the theme of Hanukkah, which is to light the menorah, ad the kalya rigla de tarmidoi, which is what this Mimer explained at length, that the theme of Hanukkah, which is to illuminate the darkness and transform and elevate the darkness, is something which is going to be properly accomplished only when Mashiach comes. Nevertheless, it already is experienced now. And on Thursday night, when we light the menorah, we're already going to get that glimpse. The truth is, on Thursday night, we're already going to be after the gula. But <coughs> last year, Hanukkah, when we lit the menorah, we already got a glimpse of what we're going to experience um, very, very quickly with the coming of Mashiach and the menorah that we light um, this year is going to be a whole different menorah. Let's See inside Al Derech Zehu Gam be Inyan Kalya Rigla de Tarmedei. The same is true also with regard to the idea of Kalya Rigla de Tarmedei that the feet of the Tarmedei are Nichla, which we explained means not just destroyed but elevated. Hapaula Beumay Sa'ilam Shabimei Hanukkah, which is the effect that occurs for the nations of the world during the days of Hanukkah. That that through lighting the menorah, we're able to cause that the nations of the world themselves are transformed. The nations of, them, of the world themselves appreciate the Yidin. They stop calling for the destruction of the Yidin, from river to the sea, etc. They stop calling for Yidin to be destroyed. And instead, they call that the Beis HaMikdash should be established. Could you imagine? We're going to have the same amounts of people that are now marching and demanding that Yidin should be <coughs> whatever, that we're going to have instead those people all marching and say, we want Mashiach now. Build the Beis HaMikdash now. Build the Beis HaMikdash now. Why will they say that? Because they'll recognize and appreciate that the Beis HaMikdash is something which benefits them. Not just, it's not just there for the Yidin. When the Yidin are living in Eretz Yisrael and the Beis HaMikdash is built in its place, on Harabayis, then it's something which benefits the whole entire world. 
Now Sha'im Hayes, even though Shashlemus Inyan Zah, this the, 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 the proper fulfillment of this, of all of the nations of the world marching and demanding we want Mashiach now. Yil Asid Lave will only be in the future after Mashiach came already, which is a little bit counterproductive, I understand. Kamesha Kosov, as it says in the verse, Az Amim that then in the future when Mashiach comes, that's when Hashem says Epecha will turn over that all of the Amim, all of the nations of the world will speak a Safabura, will speak a clear language that means they'll stop saying the perverted things, the confused things which they say currently, and instead they will ask. For they will ask for Hashem to rule over the whole world. That all of the nations of the world will serve Hashem as one portion, as one uh, as one body. Nevertheless, this occurs also now in Hanukkah. So this, if if you want to know, how should we join in the war effort. How should we join in the war effort? In helping make sure that Gaza becomes not Kilya Milashen Kilayan destroyed, but Kilya Milashen Kloisa Nefesh uplifted and transformed and a place which is filled with light. They had a video that they were sending around of, uh, of Chabad putting up a menorah in Gaza. Like really, so I'll, I'll see if I can find it. That it, it, it was one of the WhatsApp videos that they showed. That's from the news in Israel. So how do we accomplish that? How do we join that effort? We joined that effort by lighting the Menera and by getting others to light the Menera as well. And the more we help, <coughs> the Menera should be lit more and more by Yidin across the world, everywhere they are, the more we're going to help to illuminate the world even now. Even now. Obviously, again, by the time Hanukkah comes, Mashiach will already be here. And then there'll be already the Az Epechalam Safaburla of the Shemachad. But even now, in this, these last moments before Mashiach, by building up, by leading towards this, that all Yidin should light the Menera, we're able to accomplish that. Just like it was in those days, in the days of Hanukkah, that through the efforts of through the efforts of Matisyahu and his children, this caused that Nisbatla that negated the Shlita, the rule and control of Malchus Yavan the evil rule of the the Hamas of that time, the Greeks, the kingdom of the Greeks, which were evil. And even though then in the time of Hanukkah there was not a complete redemption. In other words, 
the Yidin living in Eretz Yisrael, although they regained autonomy of the Beis Hamikdash, nevertheless, they didn't have complete autonomy, a complete redemption, that they were completely free people. As is understood also from this, that in the time of the second Beis Hamikdash, including that time, that period, after the redemption of Chanukah, <coughs> they were missing, they were lacking even before the miracle and after the miracle as well there were five things that were missing for more information you could look up the Gemara and Yuma which is referenced below similarly also also in those days, in these times, that means now, Chanukah, Tavshin Pei Gimel, the Hagam Shenem Tzoyim Adayim B'zman HaGalus, even though we still find ourselves in a era, in a period, in a time of exile, Gam Lefnei Ischalta Degula, we're still even before the beginning of the redemption, the redemption has not yet unfortunately begun. And that's why we are fighting battles, and that's why we are, um, uh, we're struggling with darkness, etc. Mikol Mokim, nevertheless, through the actions and the divine service of every single Jew. It says the language of the Gemara that it says with regard to women, why the women celebrate Chanukah. Because they too were in that miracle. In other words, every single Jew, Achad, the men and achas, the women, every single Jew was a part of the miracle of Chanukah, through our Aveda during the exile, in the darkness now, despite the fact that we are struggling with darkness, through our service of pushing through it, especially in a matter which has man grama, in a matter which is um, relevant now, that means not just the general divine service of waking up in the morning and serving Hashem and learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, but specifically the divine service connected to Chanukah, or else going on shlichus on Chanukah, right? No? What are you doing? Where are you going? I'm going my dad's. I thought you... So, but there also you have to do shlichus. <laughs> I thought you were going to Mati. No. No? Okay, so wherever you go... I, I you reached out to him. He never, he never responded. No? No. Over there also... Over there also you're going to do shlichus. Wherever you go, you're going to do shlichus. And help that Yidin, wherever you go, should light the Meneirah. She'ikra hu hadlakas neres Chanukah al-Pesach beisim v'chutz. The main idea of Meneirah, of Chanukah, is lighting candles on uh, outside. And what's outside, as we spoke so much at length during the Mimer, uh, that this is illuminating the Rishus HaRabim, the place of plurality. And this Nasa, this causes, this accomplishes, Kal Yarigla the ceasing of 
the feet of those who rebel against Hashem, b'shnei ha-perushim with both explanations, that they no longer exist, but even greater than that, that they are transformed to ones who are praising Hashem. Oid, lifnei ha even before Mashiach comes. So even before Mashiach comes, we're able to light the Meneirah and experience a glimmer, mm. a shine of that which will occur when Mashiach comes. This occurred also by the redemption when the Yidden left Egypt. And the parentheses point out, all of the exiles are connected to the first exile, the exile of Egypt. And therefore, the redemption of Egypt is one which begins the redemption which occurs later on to. And we find with regard to Mitzrayim that during the, the end of the exile, during Makas Cheshach, <coughs> by the ninth plague, the plague of darkness, that the Torah tells us that all of the Jews were not plagued by darkness. On the contrary, for all of the Jews, they had light in their dwellings. Excuse me. While they were still in Egypt, the Jews still in Egypt had light. In other words, the light of the Geula, of the redemption, isn't something which needs the redemption to begin. The light of the redemption shines backwards as well. Just like when you have a source of light, it shines in all directions. So the source of light is the exile, is the redemption. The redemption, the Geula, that we're going to experience... It doesn't just shine forward after the Geula. It also shines backwards now, especially now that we're so close to it that it already begins to illuminate here inside of the exile. It was through the light that they had. We know that they were able to see all of the treasures that were in Mitzrayim and they were able to um, uh, redeem. They were able to um, uh, to, to, to to reach all of these treasures when the time came to leave Mitzrayim. And spiritually, this refers to the sparks of godliness that were in Mitzrayim, that the reason why they were able to reach them was because of the light of the Geula, which shone into the time of exile itself, and they left Mitzrayim kemitsuda she'ein ba'dagon like a uh, trap, uh, 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 a, a, a not a trap, a mitsuda, mitsuda uh, stavit, a tower, a, a, a warehouse that has no grain in it. In other words, they cleaned out all of the grain from it. Bir hanitzeisis the alma de skalia, which is um, refining all of the sparks. Um, we spoke earlier at length in this Mimer about the idea of refining the sparks. They left it also like a net, a trap that has no 
fish left in it, which is bira netzaitzes to alma deskasya, which is refining the sparks from the hidden world, the revealed world, and the hidden world. Al derech zehu gam achshav. The same is true also currently. Sheoid beregoyim achreinim shelifnei agula. The Rebbe is telling us that even in these final moments before the redemption, all Yidin will have light in their dwellings. <coughs> and from this we reach afterwards. And not just afterwards in the future, but immediately, now, to the full redemption, that then will be as we said earlier, Kalya Rigla de Tarmedei Bishlemos, then there will be the complete Kalya Rigla de Tarmedei with both explanations. The evil will be destroyed and the darkness will be transformed. Good? And then finally, the last ice of the Maimer, through our actions and our divine service, we bring close, and we hurry, we bring swiftly, the redemption, even more so, like the Rambam rules, like the Rambam paskins in Halacha, that even one mitzvah can tip the scales, as we said earlier, we said yesterday, that even one mitzvah can cause that goyrim, it can cause for the entire world, a um, uh, redemption and a saving and how much more so through not just any mitzvah but through limud learning and spreading out teaching the inner dimension of Torah through learning davka that chsidis is something that was revealed specifically in these later generations as is known with regard to the idea that those who taste Shabbos before Shabbos arrives they merit life so too Shabbos is the time of Geula this is a year of Shabbos because Rosh Hashanah was Chalis B'Shabbos. So it's a year which is especially connected to Shabbos. Shabbos is the time of redemption. And we currently are in the final moments just before the Geula. Learning is great because it brings to action. That means that through studying about the teachings of Chassidus of Pnimis which is the Geula, that brings to action, that brings to practicality that the Geula actually occurs, Shazad, that this, meaning, Limut Pnimis learning, Chassidus, it adds, Gam Chayus it adds extra um, excitement, and extra hider, care, and doing it in an even better way in our fulfillment of mitzvahs until the hider that is unique in the mitzvah of Hanukkah. I mentioned this in my Gemara class yesterday. There is no other mitzvah 
that has this concept of mahadrin mina mahadrin. And every other mitzvah you have, the basic way to do the mitzvah, you have like the bare minimum, and then you have a hidr. You could do it in a more beautiful way. And in the more beautiful way, you have whatever more beautiful way you want to do it. There's no other mitzvah that has three levels. You could either do it in the most basic way, or you could do it in a more beautiful way, or you could do it in an extra beautiful way. Mahadrin mina mahadrin. Only the mitzvah of Hanukkah has that third level. And more so, in every other mitzvah, so you have some Jews that do it the bare minimum, some Jews that do it more beautifully. But when it comes to the mitzvah of Hanukkah, it's again the only mitzvah that every single Jew does the mitzvah, one, two, three, four, mitzvah, in the way of mahadrin min mahadrin, lighting an extra candle each night. That's something which is very unusual. Beautiful. And that's because we have Yutas Kislev leading up to Hanukkah. The Yutas Kislev is about learning Pnimisa Teirah, the inner dimension of Teirah, which God the Limach Mevili De Maisa, and that's what brings to the Hidr Ba'if and the Mahadrin Minna Mahadrin, in a way of Mahadrin Minna Mahadrin, can Minak Apashut the Mitzvah Snar Hanukkah, like the simple custom for all Jews when it comes to the lighting of the Minaira. And through this, we bring close and we bring faster, even more. The redemption. That very soon we go to receive. Pnei Mashiach Sitkenu, Sheyilmad Torah Askal Ha'am Kulay, that he will teach Torah, the secrets of Torah, the inner dimension of Torah, to every single Jew. Tachlis Ashleimus Belimad Torah, the ultimate Shleimus for completion in the study of Torah. Visham Nasal Afanacha Kmitzas Ritzaynacha, and over there in Eretz Yisrael we will do the mitzvahs. All those mitzvahs which currently we cannot do because we're in exile, then we're going to be able to do, which is Tachas HaShleimus, Bekiyam HaMitzvahs, the ultimate Shleimus in the fulfillment of mitzvahs, Vizeichim, Kahal, Gadol, Yeshuvu, the Yeshuvu, Eina, and we will merit to have a great Kahal, a great congregation of Yidin. All the Yidin will be returning to Eretz Yisrael. Kulam, all of them, Lahidais Ulahalal, Lishimcha Hagado, to praise Hashem's great name, to give thanks and praise Hashem's great name. Bebesa Mikdash Ashlishi, in the third Besa Mikdash, Bayis Hanitzchi, the eternal Besa Mikdash, Mikdash Adnai, Kainanu Yadacha, Ubimheira, Biameinu Mamish. Lahay <laughs> 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 <laughs>